Welcome to Journeys into Music, a podcast bringing you talented musicians from Journeys Festival International, the festival which explores the refugee experience through great art. I'm Dimple Patel. This series features musicians from around the world. Each episode takes us on the musical journey of a different artist, sharing their experiences and influences that have shaped their music. In this first episode, we have soulful singer and songwriter Lydia Latudi. You could say that Lydia grew up living the American dream, but when her family moved to England, life took a very different turn. It was also during this time that she discovered her voice at a school talent contest, and she has been using music to connect with people ever since. to talk to you yeah. I just want to let you know England is a place where I feel I found my voice I found my music um, artists like uh, Jimi Hendrix Tina Turner etc came to Europe as well to kind of find their sound and were widely accepted there and I feel like I've also kind of done a similar thing I would describe my music as a fusion of funk, pop, soul, rock, and everything else in between. I'd say it's one that plays with your senses, your emotions, and it's all about just bringing back the human touch and how we connect and enjoying the power of music and how it can influence us to make our life experiences better for everyone. Um, so I hope you get that through my music. Thank you. I started singing at the age of 15, humming a bit, just casually. And my friend's like, oh, you should do the talent show. And I was like, no, I'm just, you know, I'm just talking out loud. Um, oh, I think it was Adele, someone like you. Uh, what was it? Yesterday was the time of our lives. Yeah, something like that. But I used to listen to a song and I'd pay attention to the details, so like the texture of her voice and I'd try and connect with what she was feeling. Um, and I just thought, oh, if you really think about those lyrics, you know, that's something I can relate to. And when she said this certain word, so I did a lot of that in my head and um, and then I thought, okay, let me try it. And the response I got, like my mom always says, the world will tell you what you're good at. So since I got a positive response, I sang more and I've, I've never done any training or anything like that. I just honestly feel like emotion trains my vocals. And that's kind of the biggest response I get whenever I sing is, you know, either you made me cry or, you know, I could tell you're thinking about something or you're very passionate. So that's what's kind of led me to the singing path. Just another way to express what I'm feeling inside. Breathe in the hurt, exhale the doubt. 
these walls are cornered, surveillance cameras show, your days are numbered as you self-destruct, I wish someone could come like the superheroes do, or God to intervene, but he's too far to hear you. When we moved here in 2009, we had planned to become residents, but there was just some procedures that we had to, you know, make that we had um, got wrong, or should I say was unaware of. So we tried to apply before our visitor's visa ran out. And when it did run out, you know, we went through the home office and were denied so many times, probably about six times. And it's only just come through a few weeks ago. So it's been a 10 year wait but while you're waiting, you can't work, you can't claim any public funds, you can't go to university, you can't drive. So we've been living off, you know, the kindness of strangers. Seven moves in eight years. I had to kind of step away and watch the world move while I had to stay still. You know, so it's like, I don't know, maybe being in the underground in London and you just stop walking and then you just look at everyone go by. And that's when I observed, okay, this is all about money. Or okay, this person looks like they're hurting, but they're rushing off to their job to kind of mask their hurt and then go home and suffer in silence. It just made me think a lot deeper. And now I can easily kind of locate what someone's feeling. So sometimes I may, I may see a friend and I'll say, you don't look okay. You know, you're smiling, but I kind of feel like something's wrong. And I'm not always right, but usually my friends are like, oh yeah, how'd you know? And I think that all comes from the experience. You have to have a really strong mentality to kind of survive this whole refugee thing because it's, it's really hard to get treated as less than human and have to prove I'm worth a bag of food, you know, or even the label refugee or whatever asylum seeker. It's a label used in society. And when people hear it, it's, it's like you're automatically classed as a second class human, if even human. And that's why I kind of encouraged a lot of people that were told they're refugees to not call themselves that because it takes away from who you are. When you have so much time to kill, we'd go to a lot of free activities put on by Journeys Festival or Art Reach workshops. And there was one writing workshop which I helped lead actually. So writing about their experiences and just hearing some of them say, you know, oh, I used to own a restaurant or I miss picnics with my family on the weekend. It hit me in a weird way because I thought all I kind of associated with refugees was war, suffering. I didn't even think that they have great memories that they've had to leave behind. And the same applies to myself, you know, cause a lot of people assume because of this 10 year kind of hell we've gone through that I've always suffered, but my life in America was great. Like we had a big house, so to speak, didn't need or want for anything. 
and then to kind of go on the other end where we're having to stay with other families or stay in a one bedroom, you know, things like that. It can only kind of make me better because I've had I've experienced both sides and so, you know, just drawing from all of that. It just makes me feel more in my music. It makes my lyrics have to mean something. It's my duty as a musician to kind of feed people's spirits, in my opinion. And then too, waiting 10 years, cause I, can't re I couldn't release any music. So now you'd think I'd be wanting to jump into it, but I'm still kind of like, are you, are you sure I can do this? I'm actually free. It's very strange, like being in prison, but not behind bars. You know, I would daydream about being able to perform all these years. So now that I have the freedom to, I'm like, I can't waste time. Don't waste time being shy and holding back because I think I've been held back enough. I wish someone could come like the superheroes do. Oh, God, to intervene, but he's too far to hear you. If someone could make it go away, if someone could come and take away the pain, sleeping with him won't thrust it away. Lying with her won't nurture the pain. Taking it to church seems to make it worse. You go. Go Away is how I basically think all of us have an it that we want to make go away, something that can haunt you. But I think it's about how we deal with it as a society. It's not always healthy. You know, the human touch I've always felt is at a loss. Um, I remember when I was younger, if there was an issue in the family, everyone would kind of take their time to come over to grandma's house or whatever and deal with it or just talk things out. But I feel like now, especially with social media and mobile phones and all that kind of stuff, people kind of equate liking a post to checking in on someone. My dad's passing was the biggest life lesson for me and how the world works when it comes to emotions and how we deal with them. And I've spoke to other people that have gone through grief and most of them say, oh, I just get on with it. You know, I just carry on. And it's like, what does that mean? You know, how do you carry on behind closed doors when you come home and that person is not there? You know, how do you adjust to that? Like my lyrics say, 
you puff it, sniff it, or eat it away. You find ways to kind of attack or distract the things that you're feeling. Wake up at 5 a.m. to go to work. Don't kiss your man. Why? Run on a train, all in vain. Risking life, taking flights. Holidays, memories, yeah, money. Ooh, 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 oh, what good will you be on your knees, nowhere to sleep? Oh, for money. Physically, frantically, killing yourself for money. Money is kind of like a nice rock anthem. I love definitions. I love looking up what something means. You know, collectively, what do we agree money means? And I read how it's a currency, which made me dig deeper. What is currency? What different types of currency is there? And that's where the lyric came with what currency should a man's life be? And many of us, you know, sell our souls or sell our freedom, sell our happiness for money. So yeah, just, I don't know. I don't like money. <laughs> Another part of the song is curse the man who made money because he's living just fine while the rest of us are here dying, scraping pennies and dimes. So yeah, I just feel like money dictates a lot of choices we make and um, a lot of opportunities that we want to go for, which is unfortunate. So for example, I know my dad would still be here if we had money. I know we wouldn't have had to wait so many years to get our stay if we had the money to, you know, pay for certain things or get a better solicitor or whatever the case was. I couldn't go to university because I couldn't afford the overseas fees. So again, it's money that took away the opportunity for me. And as well, like now, I'm doing a crowd fund for my music to be able to fund what I want to do. But I know if I had the money, the music would have been released ages ago. So yeah, it's all man-made. But I also kind of feel like it's the humans behind the money. Because at the end of the day, money is a tree. Um, so I think if you blame it on money, it takes away the responsibility from the people that choose to distribute money or use it or abuse it.
guys like one more song? Yeah! I like to have fun with my music and that's where the live side comes in. Um, I like to play a lot with sounds. Um, Marianne Makeba is one of my inspirations and in how she clicks a lot in her songs or she can resemble different animals like a bird or something. So I love to play around with the songs, but in the live shows, that's where I can really let loose. The last gig I did, a lot of my friends were like, I don't know who that was. Because um, it was weird, as soon as I ended the gig, I kind of crawled back into my, my shell of like, did I really just do that? Because it's kind of an outer body experience for me. Each song, I feel like there's a different personality or a different experience. So it's nice to just, you know, have fun. And I love to like throw my fro everywhere on stage. And it doesn't take long for the audience to kind of feel a place in them where they can relate to what I'm going through, you know? So I am going to start with a song called Better, because I'm better than you. <laughs> better is all about character. I'm still bettering myself. I don't think it ever stops, but you know, you deserve more. Life's too short to deal with people who choose not to meet you halfway. So that's the heart of the song. grown to be one of my favorites because um, I remember as well in school I was always told I was a pushover you know and, and I was and I always worried about how people would feel or you know I just kind of struggled to give myself some credit so yeah it was kind of like me growing up and the song starts off that way kind of start off you know taking it gentle and by the second verse that's where I really take control of you know, my vocals, I take control of where the music's going and command what I want, you know. I know I'm better than you and I'm on to something else. One thing I'd like to say to especially female artists is that I know I've held myself back by feeling like, am I not feminine enough, or am I not sexy enough, or am I not conventionally beautiful enough? But the moment that I took ownership in being myself, I've had so many other people see themselves in me. Um, so someone's waiting to look up to you, and I just want to make sure a lot of other people know that, because it took me a while to get to that point. So yeah. Here it goes. Make it go. Make it go. Music is just an extension of me, so it's not me, it's not everything. I thought to be into music, it had to be my everything. But I really do feel like it's something I love, it's something I'm passionate about, but it's just a small part of a 
bigger scope of who I am. So if I have to reach people through my music, that's cool. If I have to reach them through a fashion show or a workshop, you know, or my hair, whatever it is, I just love to connect with people. listening to journeys into music and a special thank you to the very talented Lydia Latudi for sharing her story in music the journeys into music podcast was produced for journeys festival international and art reach by me dimple patel find out more about all of the artists featured in this series at journeysfestival.com and remember to subscribe to the journeys into music podcast for the next episode